Welcome, 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 guys. We are the Off-White Boys, and we bring you the Off-White Pods, and you already know who it is. It's David, the hardest host, darker than most, and with me, I've got the one, the only, Vic, the most gas guy who never tells lies. What are you saying, bro? Yes, yes, mate. What are you saying? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'll just say that intro was smooth, mate. Straight yeah, it was smooth, take. innit? I think that's one of the one of the only ones that's been first take, guys. I was I was just speaking <laughs> that when you said it, you know, I was like, oh, go on then, Dave. First one back for a while, and it's uh, got to be done. But yeah, mate, how are you? How was um, how was Spain? Yeah, we've been on holiday, guys, so we've had a few things that come up. So obviously the podcasts haven't been hitting the weekly ones that we normally say. So I've been in Spain. <laughs> uh, Spain was unbelievable, obviously. Where did you go again, just for the uh, mandem? So I, I, I flew to uh, Malaga and then uh, got a bus to Granada to meet one of my mates, um, Dobbins. Um, he's always fine for me saying his name on the pod, so that's who it is. If people who know him will know. Uh, great host, amazing city. I would 100% recommend people to go there. I think it's one of those places where it's not, you know, the hottest, uh, um, you know, popular place in the sense of Spain, but like the culture there is unbelievable. Uh, as I was telling you, the tapas culture there is mad. So yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone who knows about Spanish food always knows it's like tapas, you know, small little meals. And whenever you get a uh, drink, alcoholic drink, non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic drink, they bring you like a free tapas. Or even non-alcoholic as well, yeah, madness. Yeah, yeah, So you go in there, get a Coke, they'll give you um, a free tapas. But the thing is... What, which ones did you get? What, like, what would you tapas? get? Say you're getting a pint. What would you? What oh would no, you get? no. So you don't you you don't choose. They oh, so that's why. It's even better, mate. mate. It's cold. So you're going there. There was one place you went into. They had these like little burgers. Come out of a burger. Boom, done. You order the next drink. You get another free tapas. This, 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 that, and you keep going. Are they making going. money, mate? This is what that's we were mad. saying. But um, when we were out there, actually, you'd enjoy that conversation. It was like uh, his boy. Obviously, I won't say his name just because he's not uh, happy with it. He was there and he was like, he f- he was saying, uh, highlighted, like, it's so sad the way the world's going, where it's coming to, like, you know, everything's for the consumer, everything's fast-paced. But yeah. if you sit in Granada, you can feel the individuality of the village, the individu- individuality of the culture there. Like, you mm. don't go there, there's not a McDonald's. There's, there's literally no, barely any fast food places. Like, their place was all, like, homegrown it was local people working there local markets like supermarkets were like really really like obscure branding everything so you could tell it was all like local resource a lot of independent stores yeah, yeah. That, and it was one of them where it does make you f- think like that because obviously you know 50 years ago or whenever if you were in yorkshire you'd be able to tell you were in you know huddersfield yeah london obviously a big comparison there but you know like manny leeds birmingham you go to New York, you go to Tokyo now, like all these cities yeah. are becoming to become a bit more, you know, similar, a bit more globalized and commercialized. And yeah. uh, w- what did you think of that? Because I remember thinking that and I was like, cheers, boys. I was actually messages as a little intro to the pod because I'm not, <laughs> I, I know where <laughs> we go. Saying. But what do you think about that then? What, that um, places are coming more globalized and stuff rather yeah, than yeah. like. So he was saying he's making it lose <clears throat> the cities of authentic- authenticity, which took me a while to understand what he meant, but. Literally, we just discussed it for like 30 minutes and then I, I got what he was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I think definitely for sure. I think um, <clears throat> coming from an educational background in economics and then even business as well, I think I you get taught that, well, we got, we would speak about it in like, even year nine, I remember we did business and mm-hmm. it's like, why the internet's taking over the high street and stuff. I remember yeah. that being like an essay yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> it all comes from that, but that's never an issue if you've got that kind of rich culture within the you know city or the town or whatever it is but definitely i feel like 
especially in the UK, it's like you think of places like Cornwall or like yeah. with Cornish pasties or whatever it's yeah. called. Like, you know, these, this is an example, or like um, Scotland with haggis and stuff. Yeah, where like, yeah. So, you know, the Yorkshire puddings, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these certain places have certain things that they're known for. Yeah, but yeah. those things won't die, but I, I know what you mean in terms mm-hmm. of the... Um, the core culture that made the town or the city the city or the town if that makes sense it kind of it kind of is getting uh diluted isn't it a little bit with Mm. these um fast-paced huge global um global companies really Mm. like um and they 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 suffer from it themselves in a sense of if you look at mcdonald's how they started and then how they got took over and all that stuff so it's it's a bit of a shame to be fair i feel loss of identity for places is 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 like there's as many benefits as there are to, you know, connecting the world. Yeah. There's, you know, that's one of the, the biggest downfalls, I would say, of, like, each place having its individuality and then you visit them places and you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, this is why yeah. people come. So yeah. I can, yeah. I definitely feel like mm. that's that's what I'm sure that, that yeah, Dobbins and his friend were talking about. Yeah, and I think uh, for me it was a real eye-opener in the sense of, as I said, majority of the time I've been to Spain, it's been like a family uh, trip. So yeah. where obviously for parents view wise, they see it as a break from work. And my parents being obviously Nigerian and stuff, like other cultures doesn't doesn't really interest them that much. So like a trip for them is going to, you know, a four star, five star hotel. Yeah, all yeah, inclusive, all inclusive. Yeah, hotel yeah, yeah. vibes, doing the bait tourist stuff. They're sick though, to be yeah, fair, like, but as in you bro. don't, you don't get, you, lost, you lose out on that understanding and the feel of that yeah, culture, yeah, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, for me someone who's been very close-minded to like traveling or you know those kind of holidays in the first place because like as I, as I said to uh, my girlfriend it was mad mate I did 15k steps uh, on average each day and you know me bro Madness. I hate I hate walking so that was already an adjustment but as I said to you I went in with the mindset of you know I kind of knew like Dobbins's vibe like architecture he likes walking photography so I went with an open mind of being yeah. like look it's my week off I had no plans anywhere it's better than staying at home let me just get fully involved and put myself in you know not out of my comfort not out of my comfort zone but just try something different yeah definitely I, I really enjoyed it to be honest um it's definitely something I'd be interested to do again. I'd like on my life, I'd go back to Granada like next year. Like, I, I wow, like, that I, yeah. made that much of an impression. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. man, that's so, good. Like, um, his mate was even saying that he loves it that much, like, because the, they're both architects, so they even have the like flexibility of you know doing different projects abroad and stuff. And said, Yeah, he, sure, he would, yeah. He, would, he might even try and get a job in Granada. So, wow, like, as yeah. if no, honestly, it's I, mad though. That I only know Granada because of the football, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, mad yeah. to be fair. Like, I think. Good. Spain in general, or even European countries, have they have such rich culture in, in anywhere, mm. in especially like the uh, countries surrounding um, Spain as well, like mm. Portugal and all the <clears throat> other countries like that. Like, um, you see, like there's a, there's a rich culture there. Like, even I was watching Vikings, and they had oh, what was it called, the Silk Road, yeah. and it would go from Europe into Asia through that way. Yeah. And you could see even then on the TV show how like cultures were so prominent then. Like you would places are only known for what they can provide in it. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, so yeah. like uh, Morocco, like the the materials and the textiles and stuff like that and mm. then Spain whatever mm. whatever so it's there's it's it's cool that there's still that there you know what I mean like I remember going to Paris and then seeing like the massive cathedral and yeah, you go inside yeah. and you see why it was there and the influence that mm. why it was built and all that so it's like there's a lot that's 
that's out late, but Spain's known for, I think, even the Barcelona, didn't that cathedral take, what, tens of thousands or whatever, yeah, thousands yeah, of years yeah. to make, like, yeah. that just got finished and stuff, so, yeah, mate, Spain, I've not, I've actually never been to Spain, you know? Have you not? No, mate, oh. but I'm, de- I've definitely going to have to back it. I think it's my most, most visited city, to be honest. Yeah? My, my family really loves Spain and everything. Uh, um, but yeah, on the topic of Spain, uh, your boy caught some big L's today that we that I found out. So obviously, before the pod said, said uh, before the pod started, you were like, "Oh yeah, what I was saying today." I was like, I'll "Save it for the pod." So uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as the as, anticipation, uh, mate. You know, as you all know, you know, I just uh, been to Spain. So when we out went out there. Uh, the government recommendation was a lateral flow test. So when you come back on, when you return, if you're double vaccinated, which I am, and everyone should get vaccinated. Um, so obviously on Tuesday, the 31st of November, the government decided to change this to, regardless if you've got double vax or not vaxxed, you've got to get a PCR <laughs> test booked. Whilst so, you were there, yeah. Whilst I was there. So <laughs> I was like, when does that kick in? And it was 31st um, of uh, November, 4am. It's so, mad how they'll release it like the night before at 7 and then it's implemented at like 12 the next day. It's like, yeah, how, how yes, like, what if you're already out there like you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wake up to this. Mum's text me. Uh, girlfriend has uh, dropped um, like a little message about it as well. So I'm just there, like, oh my god, this is long. Like, this is this is so so long. Well, so, so you just had to get a PCR test. So I had to book a P, but you can't fly unless you've got a PCR test booked in the UK first. So you have to sort it out, basically. Oh yeah, I've heard so, that. That's a thing for other countries. Yeah, yeah, but okay, yeah. got you. So we, so I had to then go online, obviously try and find a home test kit uh, where I can uh, f- uh, return it. Uh, back to and everything so I find one all sorted calm so I'm like what do you mean find one can't you just order it from the .gov.uk website that's what I did when I had to do them uh, you can't you, what .gov for travel so do you know when I had a PCR test when I was testing if I had COVID oh, yeah, I would just go on no, no. No, yeah. Isn't you, that a PC, is that not a PCR you test? You can't, you, you, the NHS will uh, supply um, PCRs for travel oh okay so, yeah, isn't yeah. it like 70 quid then yeah Oh, killer. <laughs> so uh, I paid, I think it was 48 for mine. Happy to, uh, found oh, it. Uh, it was the same company. Yeah, man. trust me. It was the same company I booked my, uh, I paid for for my lateral flow, which I took out there. So, um, so far it is £24 I spent on a lateral flow, which is obsolete, which I couldn't use. So then I spent 48 You can't get a refund on that? So I rang them on Sunday to try and get a refund, but they said it's been 14 days since I bought it. But I was like, what does that mean? Because obviously I bought it in anticipation for my travel, but then the government changed it. So that was after yeah. the 40 days anything. And Have you got travel insurance? Yeah, I do. Ask them if you can claim it back off there. Yeah, I can't, could, oh, yeah, that's a good shout. So then, um, so then, yeah, actually we'll do that. Thank you for that. Um, so then uh, sorted, sorted that. Uh, and Friday, I put, I do my tests. I read all the instructions. It says drop it off at, the, uh, at a uh, post office, or you can use their des- designated uh, drop boxes. I was like, I don't know where the drop boxes is. I'll take it to the post office. Track delivery, completely calm. So yeah. I get there. I speak to the lady. Is she, this on when you came back? Then you were doing yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was Saturday? On the Friday. Friday, sorry. Friday. Yeah, yeah. So I go to Royal Mail and I'm like, oh, I just like to send this. It's a COVID uh, PCR test uh, by track delivery, please. And then she was like, um, she was like, oh, it's uh, uh, it just needs to be tracked. It's free. And I was like, oh, it's free. Oh, I still, I still want to do tracked if that's yeah. all right though. 
And then she was like, tractor will get collected till tomorrow at 11 a.m. If you put it in the free post, there's a COVID collection at 7.30 on that night. So obviously in my head, I was like, oh, okay, so if it will get there tomorrow instead of, you know, maybe late Saturday and get it processed, to get it done, get my results back ready for um, work today. Mm. So that's all fine. I do all that. I leave it. I just I just drop it in the uh, Royal Mailbox and uh, done. On my merry way, thinking calm. Um, <laughs> so I go home and then it gets to like uh, Sunday, um, Saturday, like midday. And I'm like, uh, and my girlfriend's like, oh, when she did that, she got like a confirmation email saying they received it. Then a few hours later, she got the results. So it gets to like Saturday midday, two o'clock. And I'm like, if it got collected yesterday, surely it should, it should be there by like midday today. Oh, interesting. Because so, I never got a confirmation email saying they collected it. Oh, no. But that's maybe for NHS. Yeah, yeah. NHS, okay. NHS will have that. Yeah, if you're paying for it, you better give me that yeah, confirmation email. So then, um, so then I'm there. So I ring them and they're like, oh, we haven't received it yet. Uh, there's nothing we can do though because you, you sent it through Royal Mail so we can't really track it for you because you didn't pay for tracked. <laughs> so I was like, so obviously at this point, I'm like, oh, okay, calm. Like nothing, there's no issues here. I'm still like minor. So then I'm like, it gets a Sunday night. I ring them again um, and they're like, uh, oh no, there's nothing we can, there's nothing we can do. We haven't got, um, obviously it's not tracked. I was like, you still haven't received it yet. And then she she was like, no, not on our system. And obviously you got to do it within 72 hours or the swab is like, you know, invalid or whatever. You can't get like the antigens off the, off the uh, swab. So I ring him today like, yo, you getting my, you getting my, um, are you getting my uh, uh, results yet? Yeah. And they were like, we haven't received anything. I was like, I haven't received anything. So what can I do about this then? Because obviously it's been 72 hours. Right. I paid, you know, 48 pounds. And she's like, oh, okay, uh, you can take up a roll. You have to take up a roll mail. So I was like, I haven't done it track though. Can, would they be able to get it? And she was like, oh, did you uh, put a stamp? Or did you put a stamp on the um, on the uh, package? And I was like, no, the uh, woman in there told me it was free. She's like, we don't do free deliveries. We're a private company. It's uh, not government funded. And I was like, sorry? <laughs> sorry what was that and she was like yeah 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 said it again and i was like don't worry thank you goodbye <laughs> i walked downstairs Sound like you're gonna cry trust me i walked downstairs i tell my mom my mom was like oh the woman told you i was like yeah i was like is it I was like what what my head is gone my like i'm yeah. raging and i'm like i'm thinking to myself i'm like to go back to that post office uh, like, I wanted to scrap this woman I yeah like, yeah I would want her the, as well the, the thing the, you know me the thing that annoyed me was I wanted to pay for truck delivery you told me it was free I still wanted to pay for, for uh, truck delivery the only reason I listened to her was the speed of it getting there because she said it's 7.30 collection so in my head yeah I'm just there like you've just given me the completely wrong information but then I clocked I was like she probably thinks it was an NHS uh, PCR test. Yeah. Which is potentially... Was it, is it free. the same packaging? No. So she... So then how can you not... It said, it said, like, she, she just didn't... Like, it's fuming. So what happens now? I missed a day at work and I'm missing tomorrow at work. Oh, oh you work screwing? I haven't got my results. They'll just get a cover. It's not too bad. Pay a locum. Uh, it's peak for them. <laughs> so I've now had to book a walk-in PCR test. Again, has to be travel PCR, which is 70, no. 79 pounds guaranteed for tomorrow night at midnight. So, no I, way, so I've spent a total of about 
200 pounds. And you're not going to have COVID. Yeah, 180, <laughs> 180 on um, uh, tests. And, 180? Yeah, and my, and my um, flights cost 80 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. Sorry, mate. That's a joke. That's hilarious. I can mm. tell why your tone's a bit vexed yeah, today. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, my days, mate. Fair enough. That's mad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say, mate. That's yeah, peak. It's... it's one of them where you've just got to take it, but just don't trust the people at the post office again because I, fe- I always get a bit like wary when I'm sending stuff. Like I sent, I sent in a package to uh, Nav at uni last week mm. and... Um, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just got to get it legit. I was like, yeah, can, is it tracked? Like, mm-hmm. when's it going to come? And the peakest thing is was, as I was, like, writing the, the thing on the envelope, the woman from Royal Mail comes in and she collects the bags and I'm like, oh, I've just paid first class and if I was here, like, 10 minutes earlier, yeah. it would have gone with that in it. So I was, like, long. But it's, it's not as bad as yours, man. I only paid 3.85. To be fair, my mum has always said, once it gets to, like, mid-November, December, Make everything tracked because obviously, oh, yeah, Christmas, and, Christmas that, and that, people so true opening stuff, taking out whatever. So, yeah, it's but lesson learned, do my research. So, what is on. that just a lost test then? Lost test, and then my other test is non refundable. So, what can you do, mate? Mate, yeah, I'd definitely be calling your travel insurance up, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> even if you've got to pay your excess. Like, they'll take it off the total. Like, if it's, what, 180, then you're going to get, what, 130 back? Well, unless minus the 70 quid or whatever you're paying for this mm. one, you're actually going to take. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll just, just have to see and ask them. But, Trust um, me. And it's one of those things when it comes to, you know me with money, money comes and goes. So, I'm just hoping. I've caught, uh, obviously, I don't want to say that on the pod, but I've caught a lot of others, uh, another L on the weekend. But, you know, it's been one of them where... <laughs> peas, yeah, peas, peas, peas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, I, mate, I, I from like October till like like a few days ago. No, like um two weeks ago, money for me was just like hot air going out of my room, and mm. it was just going like yeah. I was just like it just don't make a difference. Like usually I save an X amount a month every month. Yeah. I was just like nah, nah, it's just not happening this month. But these three months, but mate, it's all right. Giant after this month, after this month, we'll uh, back on it. You'll be saving yeah, everything yeah, again. Mate, that money be to, nothing. I'm gonna have to start locking Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the next few weeks, mate. I tell you that. <laughs> but um, anyway, that was the little longer intro to the pod, as we always do. We're getting a lot, a lot better with the little gassing. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> just getting to it's our, a catch up for us, really, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, just getting into the main top, one of the main topics for this podcast today. Uh, I'm sure all of you guys will be aware. I don't want to talk about it too much because obviously it's all over the news and we we reference it quite frequently, and it's something that we've all had to deal with for the past two years. But just thought it's important to just um, have a little chat about it now with the new COVID variant, the Omicron or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I saw some jokes about this as well the other day. You're probably yeah. going to know what I mean. But. And then uh, it's just one of them where, um, you know, they're saying that this is going uh, to be a lot uh, more uh, contagious. There's, you know, different uh, views about the, um, what's it called? The um, severity of this one. And obviously, the, this combined with the winter view, uh, winter flu is going to be, you know, a big strain on the NHS. Uh, predicted hospitals, uh, hospitalizations could, you know, get to, you know, red again. Um, but what, what are you think, feeling about it? Um, I don't think you are still double vaxxed yet, are you? No, not yet. No, no, no. I want to get it done. It's just a case of um, 
I don't I don't really have an excuse. It's just I want to get it done, and it's just the convenience of getting it done for us in Huddersfield just isn't that convenient. I feel like you can't do bookings anymore. It's more walking, and I'm just like, oh, do I want to spend my Saturday waiting for a a line? Do you know what I mean? It's just long. And also, I'm just like, with this whole, the boosters thing that's come out now, like, I 100% understand why boosters are needed. And I 100% understand the fact that they only had, like, a year or so to get a vaccine out, which was going to be, like, not my words, but words I've read on uh, websites. Like, it does, it it works to a certain degree in terms of, like, uh, making things not as severe and symptoms etc I don't know the full details so I'm just a bit like I don't know um, I thought by now they might have like oh no this is the this is like if you take one dose of this then this might be better I was kind of hoping on that a little bit as well where it's a little bit more trusted and I'm sure like these big pharma companies they're um, they're doing research and everything and trying to find like a one jab maybe if it's possible vaccine that's like a little bit more researched or whatever because there's more data etc and etc like whatever but um my thoughts on it are that it, i think i think i was just saying to you before i think um the, the set out from it was i remember them saying last year like oh it's gonna come bad in this winter in terms of 2020 and then 2021 again and then maybe even 2022 lead especially obviously winter being january february the beginning of the next year mm. but maybe even again the end of next year like we'll feel some consequences before we're like okay now it's like almost like a common flu for like a lot of people who are healthy and fit and of a certain age but um i don't know i just feel like the, the well i mentioned the funny thing so people it's like a uh what is it an anagram or whatever for the no crimbo yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i seen that and i was dying and i was like nah. <laughs> i was like the anti-vaxxers are gonna be yeah. loving this in it but um i don't know man i just feel like with the people getting ill anyway, like I remember I got a little bit ill, but I was confident it was, wasn't COVID. It was just like a normal, like sore throat and a bit of a mm-hmm. flu for like two weeks and like a bit of a cough and you're like, oh, what is it? And it's just like, yeah, normal flus and colds exist at the minute. Yeah, like still, yeah, like, we, yeah. we don't we don't need to lose sight of that. But um, yeah, it's true, it's true. in terms of for the NHS and stuff, I'm a, I'm a little bit like apprehensive, I guess, because especially after we did our podcast with uh, Dr. B, mm. like if you haven't listened to that, guys, go listen to it. But um, she was saying how it was in the first, um, like when COVID first hit and mm. the strain on hospitals and then they were talking about what the lack of oxygen and all these things. And I was just like, whoa, like just sounds so intense to a point where i'm like it's it's scary because i feel like i'm we're in a country where you would think the nhs can deal with these things like mm-hmm. uh, as a western country and with a country with a high gdp and stuff like that and it's just a bit like wary and i'm not being critical or anything like i think i was one of the people when we did speak about it on other pods like or of course the government can always do things better but you know don't be too critical because they're dealing with something that's never existed before right mm-hmm. but I think now we know how to contain things a little bit more. But the only th- the only thing I do want to mention and get your opinion on is if we're at a point now where it's like there's rumblings, if you like, of things that could go wrong, do you think we should just go into like some sort of tiered lockdown now? Or because they've said masks are mandated now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like co-op have come out and said, yeah, yeah we're not bothered. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means. But they need to start doing things that do you think that there needs to be something that's done more preventative rather than like, okay, reactionary like last time or what's your opinions? 
Yeah, it's going to be one of them. It is tough. I think it's going to be... Uh, for me, I feel like it's always hard to say it now. Now I've started, you know, practicing as a pharmacist and I kind of get, like, we get a bit of alerts and stuff that come around. It's hard. To, oh, yeah. It's hard to even make those decisions if you're not looking at the stats of, like, where people get infected. Is it travel? Is it public transport? Yeah. Is it schools? Like, it's one of those where... if. It's so hard now. It's, I think it's harder to judge now because obviously before it was simple. We just said lockdown, literally killed transmission. That's it. But I still feel like, you know, the economy can't handle that. I don't think the, you know, British public right now can really... I don't think people are going to take it serious yeah. though. Not not in a negative way, just mm. in terms of like, well, we've lived through it and we'll be all right in a yeah. sense. Or maybe they will be negative and be like, oh, we don't want to be locked up when mm. we don't need to be and stuff in it. So it could cause a bit of a... Yeah, and obviously with the time and the Christmas and everything, like I don't think anyone wants to try and impose any restrictions on that. It's one of them though where you think, what 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 can be done? Uh, it might even get to the point where you just have to crunch the numbers and just look and just be like, infection rates going up. What percentage of people are dying? How what percentage? Yeah, look of into people, the relevant numbers. You know yeah. what percentage of people are ending in hospital? you know public for track and trace the issue is they have all the numbers of people getting infected and obviously that looks bad regardless but if it gets to the point where you know everyone's getting infected everyone's getting a few you know a cough cold a few mild symptoms isolate for 10 days come back then maybe that's the narrative we need to start pushing like look guys it's going to be you know here for the next two to three years and it might be that whenever you're infected, you have to just isolate for 10 days and just deal through it. And we, we, we can try and hope that people are going through, you know. That, I, but again, I don't, I don't know if that is um, a good solution for them, but it's just one of those things where I think it needs to get to that point. Like, you know, the flu, obviously people, I hate comparing it to the flu, but it's just the easiest thing to, for people to conceptualise is like the flu is there, obviously nowhere near as deadly, but, you know, people accept that you're going to get the flu. You yeah. accept that you're going to, you know, get ill at some point throughout the year. So maybe yeah. it needs to get to the point where we have to, you know, pray that you're not taken out too much by COVID and just, you know, public perception might need to change. Governmental perception might need to change and be like, okay, we've got this, you know, quite, uh, in some cases, deadly virus, but in most cases, people will be okay. We need to try and switch the narrative of yeah. high numbers means we're going to go back to, you know, a thousand people dying a day, you know? Yeah, which was awful. Yeah, which was but there's awful. two key numbers as a person who looks at facts for the majority of the time. There's two key ones I want to look at. The first is the ONS um, of the amount of people who died in 2018, 2017, 2019, 2020, and 2021, mm. aged X between X, for all age groups, yeah. just to see if there's a a hike in the mm. average deaths and stuff. Just because it's interesting to see that in if we look at this in thirty years time and be like, yeah, yeah, how was, deadly technically was yeah. COVID mm. in terms of the year on year, decade on decade averages? Like, mm. if it didn't make a difference, then does something need to be looked into, or mm. is it just like? then COVID just caught those those people who might have passed away just earlier than the thing they might have passed away from anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's just interesting. And then the second one I want to look at is um, the revenues of big pharma companies 
from the same mm-hmm. years really like 2017 2018 2019 2020 2021 and going on because through the, through the roof in it yeah I told and you it's I just the, i don't go on i don't i don't want to i think maybe we've got to be careful what we say but um yeah i think those two statistics are interesting in a sense of i think once you see what facts are you can kind of then distinguish what opinions and theories not even theories but opinions and like thoughts of people who are a bit more um educated on certain things might be might be the case do you know what i mean like you can make yeah. educated guesses based on facts like as scientists do based of yeah so based off facts like i said just to see what aligns with what if you know what i'm saying dave in it so yeah, yeah, i just i don't like the fact that companies that are that big can can take advantage of situations and that's what i think and i don't think that's too off key to say and it's not just in that industry i think it's in a lot of industries mm-hmm. um but it's just a bit it's like sinister isn't mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. companies to be able to make huge profits yeah, when true. it's you know people's lives at risks yeah 100 i do agree i do agree uh i say yeah, you've touched on that uh, nicely. Um, I'm sure in the next coming months or, or, or whenever it's relevant, we'll probably uh, bring up COVID again. Yeah, when there's like something worthy yeah. of mentioning. But yeah, it's, it's good to mention now because, you know, we've just brought it up and it's just kind of new. But yeah. anyway. So it's one of them. Uh, on to, you know, topic number two, which is something that uh, is interesting to discuss, I'd say. Um, it you know, there's been the release. If obviously people haven't uh, watched the news this week, that the government are you know uh, striving to really try to uh, reduce the amount of um, drugs on the street, drug users, usage, yeah, uh, usage, and everything cracked down. There's a lot of. Uh, it's funny because one of the uh, one of the uh, clips I saw was it was still obviously still related to tax, but then obviously they were then said they wanted to help support drug drug addicts as well, and I find that very interesting working in the um as as a pharmacist obviously Uh, i just wanted to get your initial opinions obviously we'll dissect it a bit more whenever as much as we want um but what what do you think about this about uh uh these measures that they might be putting in place yeah i mean i can so one of the measures is that um when they catch a drug dealer i'm not sure what level or anything Mm. if it's like whatever but say let's just assume that mean like a drug dealer who makes like maybe a few thousand a week on the street or whatever Mm. and they're going to contact people within their phone contacts Mm -hmm. which is a bit strange because i I wonder what that would mean like (laughs) would it would you just get a random phone call one day say if you're like a drug user and um would they just be what would it be like hi it's the police you'd be like oh like what what yeah. would that conversation be? And then what are they trying to do with that? Yeah, are they yeah. are they just going to be like, okay, we want you to attend this class, like, um, you know, when you do a speed awareness course? Yeah, yeah, are they, yeah Is yeah. it going to be something like that where it's like, okay... Oh, see, I thought it was going to be they were trying to uh, catch users as well, as in it wasn't... But like, as in... In a negative way. I, I'm not sure that the police would just have in the system, yeah. like, 25 hundred people from Huddersfield yeah. who smoke weed like I'm yeah. not sure what that's going to do for yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. on a even as a financial point of view like one prisoner a year I think costs between like 30 35k a year or something mm. so like is if you're like if you're going to do it then I'll okay but like yeah. I, I just think there's a person I personally think there's a better way of that they can do yeah, yeah. 
um, they can use their resources really but because I always thought they would go through a route of like re-educating or something because if (laughs) they're not going to be like okay from your text we can see that on an average month to month you pick up 14 grams of marijuana like I don't know what they're going to do I don't know what they're going to say are they going to use it to then like arrest you Mm. and pretend to be the I don't know like yeah it's a weird one because it's one of them where I feel like there's a lot of scaremongering going on, obviously. In what sense, though? From the, the government? Uh, from the government, on the sense of, you know, this might, obviously, I say this, obviously, not that, it sh- that it's, it, you should be em- empathetic, but this might hurt, you know, you know the drug dealers' businesses, which will, <laughs> which, which, okay, I get you. which will then, you know, lead to the final... Some result. gangster moves on the government. Exactly. F with the money, innit? Exactly. So that will then lead to the result of they want less people taking it in the first place. So it might just be the fact they'll say this, oh, that might stop this new, fresher, straight from private school that might have had dabbled in a bit <laughs> of sniff or whatever. It's like, oh no, I don't want them to have daddy's number on uh, file or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so yeah. So okay. that's why, that, that's the mindset I can see from what they're doing. Oh, like, yeah, I don't think like it's a... going to be like, I don't know, I don't know how practical that is going to be yeah. going through people's phones, you know, because I'm sure they'll have just family members that are also oblivious or it might just, <laughs> like, you can't just, because you're on a drug dealer's phone doesn't prove yeah. anything. I'm sure that would hang up in court yeah. so do they have and the, the thing is how i don't get how they can pr- you could be like i don't know what people would say yeah but like you could be like oh they were dropping me something off i'm their friend like yeah, i yeah, left yeah. a playstation pad at the house exactly. like do you know and what i'm saying like i get the amount of messages i get from random numbers there's also not fair is it either because one of them could have been associated to something and then I'm wrapped up. It's just a, a web of everyone in the yeah, UK. Exactly. But um, but have you seen the other measure of? I don't think um, this is the only one I've seen. Oh, there's another measure, mate. Go on. <laughs> this one's a bit mad. They're gonna now uh, put. Um, I'm not not sure if it's mandatory, but they said they're gonna put uh, deploy sniffer dogs on trains now. And because they know that a lot of uh, drugs get moved across country. Country through, lines. Through, oh, I did train. see the country lines yeah, comment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do I do find it interesting what's the capacity, like what volume can they detect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you interested in that? <laughs> just, but, yeah, it's, just, it's, just fun, it's just funny. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's, yeah. And, mm, like, yeah, that's interesting, actually, because um, you there's obviously going to be certain <clears throat> train stations that they're probably going to have sniffer dogs at more likely than others. Like, they mm. might have them at Huddersfield, but I know they're going to have them at Manchester Piccadilly kind of vibe. Yeah, so. they're not going to have them at Deaton, are they? <laughs> so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that is mad, you know. Yeah. That's, I think I think one thing that I think like is do you know what I kind of almost in a way rate it because if you're if you're if you're in the government and you're trying to crack down on it, they're two really good ways of uh, deterring people if people mm-hmm. know of it, especially the one in the phone thing. Yeah, and then the sniffer dogs because, but then uh, yeah, the, if if the point is to be able to find people who are carrying weight, you know, mm. if you want to call it that, then yeah, because I'm sure there's people who like a uni students and they'll have like weed on them mm. and it's like are you really gonna well yeah i guess it's illegal isn't it so yeah, yeah it's a difficult yeah. one it's not a difficult one but it's an interesting one in terms of 
if you're not it's doing, gonna it's gonna stop you, it if you actually yeah. think about it it's gonna stop that from happening yeah if you're not in if you're not involved in it you've got enough to worry about so oh it's, yeah it's yeah, just exactly. one of them and it is interesting because uh, I feel like the um release is the same day they found crack in um oh yeah Boris's you know thingy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. I've seen loads of memes about that where it's like oh was it crack or was it just cocaine I've, I've seen I've seen two because crack's a bit mad yeah 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 what really I've seen, I've seen I've seen two reports that said it was crack I've seen cocaine as well but oh my days cocaine I mean is not acceptable but mm. I can like it's more of a common drug than crack mm. in higher positions if you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. in certain industries whatever you'd, but you'd say that but but crack I mean, though mate come it on. wouldn't surprise me crack's crack like a nitty drug like I mean, that's that's what that's your perception of it people that there'll be there'll be people in <laughs> never uh, tried a bit of crack yeah <laughs> <laughs> there'll be people in uh parliament that will say yeah, yeah. It's that, only it's what is it? It's 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 like I don't know the word, but it's cooked cocaine, isn't it? Crack, yeah, yeah, crack. Yeah. So nasty. It smokes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen it on um, films and stuff, haven't films, it? Even yeah, on yeah. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and when they do it in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. There. That's what I mean. Wolf but, of Wall Street. That's yeah. a certain level of people you wouldn't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think yeah. it was just cocaine, straight powder. <laughs> and it's one of them where people probably have that conversation like, nah, nah, it must be sick though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then yeah, if they yeah. do coke anyway, they're probably gonna be yeah, like, oh, alright. But um, but now nah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's good to see the government taking things seriously, but um. I don't. We've probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but do you not think a good way of cracking down on illegal drug dealers would be to just legalize marijuana anyway? Because I feel like what happens is um, when someone, I think weed is so common that people would start on that as a drug potentially, right? And people, there's always the argument from people who smoke weed, like, oh, now weed's not a gateway drug. In my opinion, weed is a gateway drug, mm. and and that, that's up to the individual of of how far they want to take that. And I think that. If you were to legalise it, people would only be going for that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Rather than if you have a dealer who's like, oh, by the way, I've got this, this and this. Mm. Then you're going to be like, oh, they're, you know, they're gone, then I might try something, yeah. for example. I'm not really sure, but mm. you know what I mean? People will, that that could be a thing. So by legalising it, are you just alle- are you just pulling the rug from dealers? And the amount of drug dealers who are like casual, like I used yeah. to see them at uni, whatever, yeah? And you know the student dealers who would just deal weed, yeah? yeah. Would they just be like, they're just... They'd be like, "Why am I gonna like do? The- Excuse me, why am I gonna do that?" Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, like, they, you can't on the street. I don't think people are gonna sell. You can apparently you can only sell things at a certain price. But I know that from what you've said when you went to um, Canada and you were looking at the prices just out of curiosity, whatever. Yeah. And then other people, my sisters who were looking in Vegas and whatever, yeah. um, and then research I've done online. There's a Vice one, a Vice documentary. And it was talking about the prices, and they said that if you manufacture it within your own country, then you can sell it at th- about three to four dollars per gram in America. So I was a bit like, oh, okay, like. And the UK is the biggest e- export. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what? I can't remember the county that it's done, but I have seen the aerial of yeah, the um, awesome. the warehouse. It's whammy. Yeah. So apparently, like we, well, that company or that whatever, they supply like America and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. interesting to know that it's it'll be cheaper. Like if you think about the fact that um, I know someone and we know someone who suffered from psychosis recently mm. and that was a, a result from them smoking skunk, which is yeah. like a, a common... I don't think people know 
that that's like that can be normal street weed i guess right mm. like it's just it's not growing it's growing in like a attic or something i don't mm. know so if you and you're removing that like you're you, you're kind of delaying uh certain issues that might not be the biggest picture but like yeah. you're, you're going through it so and you, plus at and, the end of the day they, they, as you said they can they control the strength exactly more, right and and the cleanliness uh, like yeah ugh. and honestly um everyone will obviously say the classic response to you know legalizing uh drugs or marijuana specifically but like i really think people don't know how much tax that would generate that's what I'm, that's my next point yeah actually for the country like it's it's i feel like it level. would resolve the nhs problems if, if, if they put it all towards how ironic NHS, would right? that be in it all these bloomers getting mad yeah all these yeah, bloomers yeah. boomers getting mad yeah, and they're like yeah. yeah this is getting funded by marijuana me, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting it's something to what it's something to just um look out for i am intrigued to see what what happens but i think uh I think our issue is because I was I did read something. It was like something for our popularity. Uh, uh, our population. I, I combined Populensity. <laughs> the population density um, <laughs> in the UK in the UK to like the amount of crime related to drugs is like mad. Apparently, yeah, like, high. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, you think about like every major city will have their own little you know underground you know yeah um, for sure man even towns in the UK like even Huddersfield has its problems like we know it it's literally everywhere in the UK so I think that's what is getting to the point where obviously you know gang culture in the UK everything's to do with illegal substances so I think it's also an idea to potentially try and deal with the knife crime as well that's what um i, I watched on a yeah a knife crime so it's it's nice to see that you know the government are putting these things in place because at the end of the day it's all going to end up saving the government money and also helping you know the population and they still have a uh, duty of care to uh, us as citizens in the uk when you look at people like as i said from the pharmacy uh, background myself when you look at people on uh methadone now people on buprenorphine coming in they've been smoking crack you know heroin all this kind of stuff and as i said to you like not this isn't an argument to make it legal but like all those medicines in their pure form and the right dosage are deadly and when it's unregulated when it's on the street when it's cut by you know bob on the on the estate with the yeah. cheap you know with the credit card that's got hella nasty like, gems on it's it it's just it's just not good but um just to finish it uh, finish quickly end on uh, end that uh, topic what do you think about it for the flip side for the uh you know they say they want to help drug addicts and all this kind of stuff mm, yeah you, good to mention do, what, 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 what's your opinion how will it help drug addicts as in like there's less supply so there's less to get high on so they're saying that people are caught and if they're you know are they, if they're addicted, they'll give them support to um, to uh, overcome their addictions and, you know, get them counselling and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's feasible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, literally what I was thinking. Like, like how, how it's can all you packaging do... for, the, for the government, isn't it? And yeah. Is it a political gain kind of thing? Like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Because if you think about <clears throat> Pri Patel and her deportation reg- new things are coming <laughs> she's implementing them yeah. and they get so it's weird to say that this government as far as i've seen in the last 
year, I would say, year, two years, what I've been looking at, regardless of COVID. Mm. It seems like what they're doing, they're actually ca- like carrying through a lot of the, some of the things anyway, yeah, um, yeah. the yeah. stuff that we've been talking about. So yeah, it's kind of like, okay, maybe it will happen, you know? Mm. And if they are targeting drug dealers who sell, um, as it's called in Huddersfield, white and brown, mm. where they're, you know, the drugs that are like quite harsh, the crack and the heroin and stuff, mm. and they, yeah. they, they're trying to help these people, then... I think it's a good way. I think it's an efficient way to to, to locate addicts and, yeah. and and go to them. But I don't know how practical it is in terms of, I thought if the point is to give them counselling, I thought there was a shortage of counsellors anyway for people who were suffering from mental health health mm. issues regardless of it being related to drugs so well, t- to be fair it might not be that might not have been the correct word okay. to use but it was more like you know how would they help them then by give, putting them on lesser drugs like oxycotons and stuff yeah I imagine it would be you know, but then it just then it just touch. rings alarm bells to me sorry Dave in terms yeah, of like yeah, it sounds yeah. like they've got friends who are in the yeah. big pharma industry do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so it's I don't know <laughs> I was about. To, I was just about to give government credit there. I'll take that back. Yeah. Exactly. So if that if that's their aim, then I can see why they're doing it. But um, definitely, everyone they all have their, their motives and everything. Um, I'm. I hate to be the guy, but I'm hundred percent on. There's always money to put towards at the end of the day. There's very few things that the government will do just out of you know the goodness of the heart, and I think. The only thing, only time they ever do do stuff like that is r- around safeguarding, you know, vulnerable adults, children. But everything else, they'll be crunching numbers. How much money can we save if we don't have these drug users that are working? They're paying the tax. Oh my! Is God, it straining the NHS, Steve? Uh, like, yeah, because you. But then it's on on the flip side. If you if you get more drug if you get more um more drug users to go to the pharmacy, then they're getting, you know, more methadone orders, more this, more of that. The government's paying more for prescriptions. But as you said, that means there's more drugs being supplied, this, is that, you know. Then yeah, and who really things. pays for it? Is it the government or is it, when you say government, it's taxpayer essentially, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, 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 a, tuc- it's a tough one. I, th- I think drugs are so, and they've been around for what? Theory, hundreds and hundreds yeah. of years in terms yeah. of like you see it happening forever but as in if we're talking about drugs in, in the last 50 years let's say and the usage I would say of yeah. it's so regular I think that I don't think it's it's a problem that's not been able to go away and I don't think it's gonna go away mm. so I just think there's more there should be more outside of the box ways of dealing with it if you want to deal with it yeah because I feel yeah. like it's, it's, it's interesting because I think it's one of those things that we can definitely discuss another time but when you compare it to you know state to state you compare you know crime rates where some places have weed illegal some places have weed um, legal lies other places that have you know some people, some places have every drug. Yeah, go like if we do have the conversation, yeah. I will. I will come with facts in terms of like, yeah. like you said, cr- crime rates in certain states and stuff yeah. over a longer period of time. Because mm. yeah. I've heard that there is a, a correlation between legalized marijuana and lesser cr- crimes and yeah. stuff like that yeah. in certain states. I think Colorado, yeah. when it got legalized, they said that within the first few months they saw that and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I've, I've read. I can't remember where it's legalized everywhere, but I feel like there hasn't been a change, which. Also suggests that it's not bad, it's not good. So that's why okay, I think yeah. it's good to you know we'll save that for another pod where we can uh, definitely. You know, definitely dissect that a bit more. But um, just to uh, end on something that uh, I found really interesting, and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this was a big lesson for me. Um, 
regarding uh, headlines. Uh, I think clickbait. Yeah, I um. Uh, <laughs> you lost your head now. Uh, <laughs> On to uh, Xenobots, guys. I'm just gonna have Xenobots. A little, gonna have Xenobots. a yeah. Gonna have a little uh, just explanation of what it is because it is quite a new technology. Um, I believe it was. Joe Rogan, who I follow on Instagram, uh, he posted a, um, a, a thread that said, actually, I'll just get that up so you actually have the official headline to why I send this to Vic to discuss on the podcast, as I know everything flows very uh, naturally for us here, guys, but there is preparation that goes in before. <laughs> um, so, world's first living robots can now reproduce, scientists say. So that was reported by... CIA. That's a great headline, though. Yeah, yeah, great headline. It was uh, reported by CNN on the 29th of November. So obviously, I read the headline straight away. I was like, let's discuss this. Uh, and then today, I was like, hang on. I actually know literally nothing about this. So we'd just be discussing it blindly. <laughs> so I said to Vic, I'm just going to watch a quick video. Uh, when it comes to this stuff, it's always nice when one person doesn't know anything. So then you can just you know have a more of an organic uh, conversation about it. So Xenobots, they were... Um, made by um the technology was actually discovered in 20 in 2020 uh by a university in vermont and they're actually like these organisms that they call robots as it's because we've given them life they can't live without us and that kind of stuff so it's not the traditional robots made from metal walking head turning you know rdd2 kind of vibes it's more like uh just um non-living uh cells it's made from cardiac and skin cells of the cardiac yeah yeah what's cardiac heart heart cells okay that's what the name for the cell is cardiac yeah, cardiac. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Science. Cardiac and skin cells from uh, Xenoposlevitis, which is a um, nice. type of frog. So um, <laughs> they so they basically made this robot, which is made from those two from those cells. They give it uh, artificial energy. It's all a bit biological. I won't go to too much uh, information. Uh, I would recommend watching a video on YouTube if you do if you are interested in that kind of stuff. And basically, they put it in like this environment, and they realized that they would spontaneously uh, just move around. And they had energy, as long as they've got that energy source, but they then eventually die. So what happened was they just observed them, as scientists do, see what happens. They put, like, particles into the... um, into that environment, it would just be like a liquid, or whatever that they're swimming around in, mm. and then they realised they spontaneously started just you know collecting the particles. Obviously, they haven't given them any instructions. They haven't told them what to do, um, and they're just collecting these particles in this uh, mass. So then, what the uh, scientists then did were like they cut. So like it was normally a circle. They just cut like two. <laughs> they cut like uh, like a little triangle out of it, so it made it into like looking like in a little Pac-Man kind of. Yeah, yeah you got you, got you, got you. So I've seen the picture in it. Yeah, yeah. So they all move around. That helped them collect all the particles. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it was yeah, exactly, and then after <laughs> the energy source is done, they they die. So then the uh, researchers thought, oh, if they're collecting all this, what happens if we just put the stem cells that make the xenobots uh, mm. in there? So they put the xeno, they put all the stem cells into that environment. So then the, the uh, xenobots uh, then actually collected the stem cells, and once they collected enough, that actually built another xenobot. So mm. when they say reproduce, they can't reproduce. They got given the materials to make 
to mate themselves. So if they don't put that in there, they can't reproduce. So that's why I was saying it's important sometimes not to just read a headline. <laughs> Slightly not even worth it, talking it, about. Exactly. <laughs> then, um, but I, I thought it'd be good for headline purposes. But it was one of them where I was going to say to you, the actual, the actual, um, the actual idea for it is to use it as drug delivery. So obviously they can use that technology, uh, not the reproduction sign, the actual xenobots. So like they can put like a um, a drug that is going to the brain or whatever. Uh, then they inject that. Then they have the energy given the code, the um, the instructions, and they drop it off. So. I was going to say to you on that basis of everything, what do you feel when it comes to, you know, the media and everything around stuff like that? Because obviously that's very topical with everything going on with, you know, SpaceX and all these. Yeah. And do you, do you feel like it's getting to a point where headlines are becoming a bit mad or do you think that's just, that's just the way of the world? Yeah. I think it's just the way of the world. I think, I think it's always been like that, really. Mm. I just think that maybe we're paying a bit more attention these days. Do you know what I mean? So we're, yeah. we're noticing these patterns mm. or whatever. But I've always kind of felt like um, it's the job of a, a news outlet to grasp people. That's why clickbait exists and mm. these things, because, you know... <laughs> You read that headline and you think, and Joe Rogan posts just the headline and a picture on his yeah. on his post, and you can guarantee hundreds of thousands of people will be sat here having these conversations. Do having not done the research you yeah. did and been like, oh my god, there's you know microorganism robots that will reproduce and they're gonna make like this flesh standing yeah, yeah, thing yeah, and yeah, yeah. whatever. So you <laughs> people can run with it, but I think the idea is fun of that specific example. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, if it, if it's if it, if something in there can have a um, a, a use then it's a good thing right it's it's yeah, interesting yeah, that that yeah. can even happen I think I feel like with technology there's so many things that already exist mm. that can get improved and modified and stuff to fit into uh, the more technological world that we're moving into yeah. so yeah. it's only it's only a benefit but speaking of the robots anyway that 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 can happen I've seen a, just a quick one I've seen no, no, this robot that can like blink and everything it looks so scary did you see the video it's been like no, I don't think so. I'll, say, I'll see I'll find it and I'll send it to you it's very strange that like now robots are looking like they can like you know before you would be like there's that robot that was on like this morning and stuff on ITV and there's like blinks and you can so see it's a robot with this one it's a bit like mad like you're like whoa yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you like put give it hair and like yeah, yeah. do its eyes in and whatever like it and it, and in fact it can blink that yeah, i think yeah. blinking is very weirdly human human yeah, yeah especially yeah, yeah. you know obviously animals can as well but in the terms of like it's just like this if you build a robot there's no reason for it to blink Right, so you just know what I mean. but then yeah. if you're trying to make it look like it's yeah, just strange, yeah. in it. But yeah, headlines can be dangerous. I think people need to always do the research in it. Mm. So just as you did, so well done, Dave. Yeah, good yeah, practice. Yeah. Practice what you preach in it. That's exactly. what we do out here. We do, we do. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's it. That's been a good one, mate. It's been yeah. a good little catch up. I think um, Irene's been a little bit down anyway. I think it's just a Monday. Yeah. yeah so yeah, apologies yeah. on that one, guys. But we'll bring the energy next time. It's the beginning yeah. of the week. But uh, obviously, I was on a bit of a head loss, guys. So I do apologize <laughs> for that. Dave's trying to think how he can recover his pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it was a good one. Good little. Topics. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave, Dave led this one, guys. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. So I appreciate that, bro. And. Sure. Um, 
but yeah but thanks for listening guys uh, make sure you check out our other ones uh, don't forget to follow us on instagram at off white pod so you can keep up to date with the latest stuff we're doing when we're recording etc and even drop us a message if you want to message us with some new information or some suggestions on what we can talk about um but we'll catch you next time peace